Welcome to the Wayfinding Podcast, the show that helps you move from surviving to thriving at work and in life. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malik. So I'm going to use today as an opportunity to touch on questions that some listeners and friends have sent to me about stuff they want me to talk about on the podcast. There's a few questions I'm going to touch on today, actually two, so a couple. And if these questions speak to you, if they resonate with you as something that you're facing, I hope you will find some value in my take on the questions. Here are the two questions I'm going to touch on in today's episode. What if the work you want to do can't pay for your lifestyle? And the second question, what if you take on a stretch assignment and decide it's not for you? Can you gracefully go back to your old role or is it time to move on? Question number one, what if the work you want to do can't pay for your lifestyle? That is a really good question. And that is a question that many of my clients are facing. If you have been working in your career for 10 to 15 years, maybe even 20, and it's starting to feel like a slog, if you're feeling disengaged and wondering whether there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you probably have considered leaving it all behind and starting some new adventure. I always joke that I should put in my client avatar someone who wants to open a B&B in Prince Edward County or someone who loves to barbecue and wants to start a food business. Is it because I'm specifically attracting people with those desires? Maybe. But it's also because I think so many of us, at a certain point in our life, begin to crave doing something completely different and begin to crave doing work that feels fun and meaningful and perhaps to some element has a feeling of luxury or escapism to it. And then, of course, the next question that everyone has is, yeah, but can that pay the bills? So, leads to our question we're asking today. What if the work you want to do can't pay for your lifestyle? I think there's a couple ways to think about this. The first one is looking at your lifestyle. Looking at the actual costs of your lifestyle and figuring out, A, how much you actually need to sustain it How many dollars every year does your household need to bring in to sustain that lifestyle? And B, are there elements of that lifestyle you would be willing to sacrifice to get more work engagement or enjoyment in return? So really getting a clear sense of what your lifestyle costs and what, if any, adjustments you can make within that lifestyle. 
When you ask that question, you may find one of two things. You may find that there's not much wiggle room. You're not willing to give up elements of your lifestyle. You're not willing to give up the things that you enjoy. Or you may find out that you actually don't need as much income as you formerly thought. And maybe you can give up your six-figure job and get by on much, much less income than you had originally believed. So those are two potential outcomes. But then I think it leads to the more relevant question, which is, let's say you actually can't afford to leave your job. You determine that you can't make lifestyle changes and you need to keep feeding the machine, for lack of a better metaphor. What do you do then? Are you destined to just be miserable at work for the rest of your life? Are you destined to wear those golden handcuffs till the day you retire? That's a big, big question. And I don't think the answer has to be yes. So even if you decide to stay in your career because of the money, then you must find ways to either enjoy the work more, accept the work as a sacrifice for getting what you want out of it, and to find ways to infuse your life with more meaning. And that may be projects that you take on at work. It could be mentorship opportunities you take on at work. It could be side projects you do or community projects you do to give back that give you meaning. You are not destined to misery if you make the choice to stay for the money. But if you want the money and the love, you will have to either change your mind or change some of your behavior to get more happiness out of your work. So that's my take on work and money and work for the love, work for the money. I would love to hear what some of you out there think. So send me an email if you have some thoughts on this. My email address is info at laurenmallettcoaching.com. And I would love to hear what you think. What if the work you want to do can't pay for your lifestyle? What do you think? I'll look forward to receiving those from some of you. Second question. What if you take on a stretch assignment and decide it's not for you? Can you gracefully go back to your old role or is it time to move on? Hmm. Such a rich question, and it resonates with another question that someone had sent in to me, which was about reframing career reversals. How do I reframe career reversals as growth experiences? So in this question, we're looking at what happens when you try something new at work, a stretch assignment, and it doesn't work out, either you don't do great in the position or you don't feel great about doing the position, how do you go back? And I think it's in that last few words that we find the problem with this question, this idea of going back. And I think the underlying problem with this question is the belief that we always need to be moving 
up. And this idea that growth is linear and lateral and you take on bigger challenges and if you don't like those challenges, then somehow you're a failure. I hope that distinction makes sense, right? Because what I'm saying and what I'm trying to say, the belief that underlies that question, is this belief that career growth means moving up, taking on bigger teams, bigger challenges, and more stress, more money. But the truth is, is that some of us thrive in different sorts of roles. We weren't all meant to take on teams of 50 people and budgets of millions of dollars. And if we believe that that is the only true career success, then that leaves us in a really difficult spot. So shifting the concept of a stretch assignment from it being a failure because it didn't work out to it being a learning experience about what you learned about yourself, what you learned about the work that you like to do, what you learned about the environments in which you thrive and the teams with which you thrive, if you can shift it to being a learning experience rather than a step up to the plate that you failed at, I think you might have new insight in how to maneuver around that, right? So you have to reframe it from being a failure to being an interesting and fascinating data-gathering learning experience. And then from there, the question becomes, will you be happy in the role you were in before? Will that be enough to satisfy you? Or might there be some new and different role that you can pursue based on what you learned, based on your learning of what worked for you, what didn't, where you thrived, and where you didn't thrive? So yeah, I think my response to that question, what if you take on a stretch assignment and decide it's not for you, can you gracefully go back to your old role, or is it time to move on? My response remains the same. You have to move on from judging career growth as being only upward. You have to determine whether the old job will satisfy you enough or whether there might be something out there that can fill your cup in a more meaningful and fulfilling way. Again, that's just my take and response to your questions, but I would absolutely love to hear what you guys think about both those questions. So send me your responses. I'm so excited to learn from you and to hear from you and to maybe read your responses on a future podcast. Send me an email with your thoughts. My email address is info at Lauren Mallet Coaching. Thanks for listening to the Wayfinding Podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting and I look forward to talking with you again.